Oh, hey, the new final score is out. Uh, Woohoo! This episode of The Final Score is brought to you in part by Typefrag.com, the ultimate ventrilo service for gamers all over the world. That's Typefrag.com. everybody and welcome back to another episode of the final score this is the video game podcast for gamers everywhere final score episode number seven happy birthday pac-man day today it just happens to be today did you know that brian did you know today was happy birthday pac-man day i did not know that and thank god for google because otherwise i would have never realized it 30 years that thing is that little yellow thing has been around 30 um, amazing years can you imagine that that's ah, just amazing that's crazy. that is incredible and My, you know what what it's funny i went to google and I was like, uh, cool, uh, Pac-Man thing. It must be like Pac-Man anniversary or something. Uh. So I went about my business and did what I needed to do. And my wife called me like an hour later and said, did you know you can play Pac-Man on Google? I was like, yeah, no, what? <laughs> Your wife had to tell you, dude? Yeah, so That's I went back good. and I'm like, what are you talking about? She said, yeah, instead of Phil Lucky, they got like, uh, you know, they got uh, insert coin yep. button. I'm like, what? Really? Yep. I, was, I was thinking how cool that map looked. And I, I sure enough, went back and impl- inserted coin. And I was playing it. Do you know how I knew? Uh, because somebody told you? No, I had it open. <laughs> I thought it was just the logo. And I thought, like you did. That's what I thought. At first. And I said, oh, that's kind of cool. And then I went and did something else and forgot about it. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, I hear, <laughs> and I'm like, what is going on? My computer's making, and it was, and I'm like, what? <laughs> so I go over to the browser, and there it was, and it was playing without me. So I started playing it. I was like, oh, crap. And I found out later, dude, the whole thing's written in JavaScript. Yeah. And the sound is all in Flash, but the, but the game itself is not in Flash. Interesting. I think we need to talk about this later, too, because coming from Google, yeah. we've got some Google gaming news. Oh, good Lord, do we or not? We sure do. Oh, I yep. should have mentioned, today's Friday, Febu- uh, February, May 21st, 2010. And uh, I'm Scott Johnson. That's Brian Dunaway. And you know the rest. So let's just get going here. I need food. Let's talk about what's in the news this week before we move on to what we've been playing. And I can't wait to get there because, dude, 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 I've been West, I've been playing a Western all week. Man, dude, me too. Well, you've, been, you've been playing all 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Long story that, but we'll get to that. Uh, let's start with uh, these headlines. EA's online pass targets used game buyers. You sent this to me with the headline. Brian's own headline was EA is our evil bastards, I think is what you said. <laughs> That's what I put in there. Yeah. So here's the thing. EA Sports may have to change its in the game slogan to more appropriate. It's in the game if you know, if you bought it new, that is. If you bought it new. Yeah. That's right. While some publishers and game developers can need to talk about how to deal with the used game market popularized by retailers like GameStop, published uh, publisher Electronic Arts is firing the first shot with EA Sports Online Pass. The company announced this week with a new system that it hopes will compel customers and consumers to buy, I guess they're the same people, to buy its sports games new. But this new scheme doesn't target retailers like GameStop. It actually puts the bullseye on you, Brian, the buyer of Madden 2012 or whatever. That's right. And that makes me so mad because it's really unfair that I have to pay full price for a new roster every year when a lot of the things... uh, 
a lot of the gameplay doesn't really change. There are updates and stuff, and I could see if there was a big update charging a little bit more. But no, these bastards over here at EA, they're going to charge <laughs> us right. $10 if we buy the game used. So let's say I go pick up you know, 2011 Madden or whatever because somebody decided they played it for a while, didn't, didn't like it, hated it, their team sucked this year or something, I don't know. Then, uh, then I pick it up, you know, at a discounted price because it's hardly, it's hardly even been used or scratched. Well, to really get the full uh, game experience, I'm going to have to pay EA ten dollars. No way, I'm doing little it. Online thing, not a chance. There's no way I'm doing that. They're jerks. Look, the, this is their way of responding to a market that is very different for them. When they were doing Madden, say Madden '98. Yeah. This connectivity didn't matter. Consoles weren't on the internet. They weren't doing updated rosters. None of that stuff existed. So if you wanted the latest and the greatest, you did have to buy the annual release of right. all their sports games, not just football. And so what they're trying to do now is deal with this issue. Well, we, the connectivity is there to provide this awesome aspect of the game, which is updated rosters and changes throughout the season. So how do we make sure we maximize our cash flow and only give that to people who pay for the new game? And the problem I have is it's not that black and white. It isn't just simply, should I get the used one or should I get the new one? The yeah. choice is much you know, more complicated. You even gave a complicated answer. Some guy's team's losing, so he only had the game for a week and he sold it. Yeah. You went and bought, for, you know, you went and paid 45 for it instead of 50 So you saved five bucks, big deal. But now you don't yeah. have access to all the stuff he had? That's lame. It, it is. And I got really ticked off at first. And then I started thinking about it. You know, how is this really inter- any different than World of Warcraft? Because, you know, they sell me the product. They sell me the game first. Yeah. And then I can't sell it to nobody because it's attached to my name. Right. That's true. That's a good point. But let's break down. Yeah. Let's break down the model, though. You're being asked to pay 39 once. Let's say there's no expansions, okay? Because I know that okay. adds to the complication. But let's say there's just World of Warcraft or just okay. Lord of the Rings Online or just EverQuest or whatever. You buy the initial game for $39, 40 and then you pay 15 a month after that. You're not being asked every year to pay another $59. Yes. And that's what and see, EA is saying to do. They're saying, give us, uh, give us $200 every year. Give us not $200. Give me $100 you know, every fiscal year, yeah. and we'll give you a new game every time. And yes. And that that's different to me than an MMO. An MMO, you know exactly what you're getting into. You're buying the initial content, and you're going to pay to have that service running all the time. Madden is freaking Madden. I'm already paying for live if I have it on the 360. So, you know, you're paying for that, and you're paying for the new game, and you're maybe paying 10 bucks because you got it used from your buddy or whatever. That's all. That's yeah. I don't like. I don't like all these implications. I think it's dangerous for them. Yeah, I agree. And I heard somebody say in one of the forums that the you know he said, "Well, what if I let my little brother borrow the game? He's got to pay ten bucks just to even play it." Oh, see, look, it's uh, there's another case of where this is not black and white. No. There are ca- there are cases here that do not give you the same amount of ownership. Well, I'm 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 arguing that the people who do buy it don't even yeah. have the level of ownership they used to have. I agree. They can no longer go to their buddy's house and say, "Yeah, play it over the weekend. I'm going to be out of town." Yeah. Are you trying to take that away from people, you jerks? Jerks. Bunch yeah. of freaking jerks. But okay, we'll play their side too for a little bit. I can understand. You know, they've they've got to make a dollar. Poor old EA. Yeah, they How don't much have they any money. Slip past year? I don't I know. Forget. They made money. They did good. <laughs> they made money yeah, at the expense not. of a few others. I mean, uh, them and uh, Activision made money, but uh, Ubisoft yeah. took a big hit this year. And They'll other other publishers have been struggling a little bit. Um, EA's fine. They're doing fine. 
oh, they're doing great. They have a, they have a studio they're here. They're going to do even better. They're going to do this, and we're going to have no choice because I remember back, what was it, 2001 or so? Yeah. When ESPN had their own sports game, and every mm. year they came out with it for like $19. Yeah, the 2K thing. Yeah, yeah, the 2K games, and then and then EA said, "No way, forget that. We're we're licensing directly with all the major uh, sports franchises." Well, they only got the football one uh, in the end. Yeah, I think I think that's right. Did they someone else get something? I think they're the only ones that got the football one. But they tried hockey. They tried. They tried to do that I'll, with a lot of I'll stuff. Tell you who got it. Who, us. Uh, yeah, we got it right in the butt. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know. This stuff's. I can't remember the last time I bought a a uh, sports game. I have not bought a sports. game. I can game tell you what I for want that, for that very reason. Well, I'll tell you, like, I, it makes me mad. The Madden thing for sure, but I, I, the main reason is I've kind of feel like it's not they're not doing anything innovative enough for me to get all excited about it. No, you know what I'm saying? Like, the, oh, here, Brian, Brian buy Madden, buy Madden this year, Brian, because it's got some stuff in it. I mean, well, you're you're just gonna go, well, yeah, but it's the same thing. It's the same. It's, it hasn't it's changed. Different. It's different, but I, I do know the the fascination. Was, we, we keep going to American football, but it's, it's that fascination with that sports team that you have. And, of course, you want the latest guys. You want the latest players. I mean, that's the whole draw to it. But, man, what a what a lot of money. But then again, I guess we could play EA side again and say I'm sure NFL is charging them every time You know, they get content like that. I'm, I'm sure they're paying a licensing fee, and I'm sure it's a big one. Yeah, this is uh, exclusive, jerks. Yeah, yeah. Well, their new soccer game's good, but I that's also it's game. also an, it's also a really ridiculous price as well. So they so they come out with uh, FIFA ten, yeah, and then they come out with this World Cups uh, South Africa World Cup thing, same price, and it's not even a year later. And they expect people to buy eleven coming up soon. Yeah, I don't mind there being a game in the interim that's like you know it's like doing NCAA NCAA championship edition of a basketball game. That's all yes. fine, but don't be you know be a little budgety about it. Make you sell it to us for thirty nine, not sixty nine or fifty nine. Yeah, do this is what the consumers want. This is what well at least this is what this consumer wants. I would like <laughs> to see possibly a new uh, updated game, maybe every three years. I mean, totally just updated where they got all these new features. You know. Maybe even have to, maybe if they have to do like a whole new engine or whatever they're doing, I like to see that happen about every three years because usually in the three years in a row, this pretty much the same game, just updated rosters. You yeah. know, I'm talking about yeah, any yeah. new graphics or any new type of texturing much at all. You know, it's pretty much all the same stuff. And just charge me for the ten dollar roster change. If that's what you want to charge me per year or whatever, sure. or however you want to mark it out, sure. just charge me for the roster, and that's what I'll pay And then for. we get bigger, well, uh, your argument sounds like we would get bigger innovation every three years than we do now every yeah. year. Yeah, instead of just, instead of trying to sell us the same thing over and over again, go to a service, you know, give us, give us a big something every three years or so, and then give us the little roster updates. You gotta think somebody there has thought of this. Why are they not doing that? That seems like a because really good idea to me. And it seems like it would make the consumers happy, which means more sales. To me, it would seem like it makes more sense and lo- I, I more know. loyalty and more everything. If if all you're yeah. going to count on is the hardcore people that are just like, I got to have it every year because the rosters change. I got to yeah. have it. I got to have it. I got to have it. Well, then you're servicing a hardcore base that doesn't stretch out to a broader base of players. I think that's dangerous. Yeah, and I'm, almost everybody in the U.S. is at least into one type of sport. Sure. I mean, come on. Yeah, I'm into. Uh, I like hockey games. Big you fan. Like hockey games. Yeah, big fan. Yeah, see, I'm a big, I'm a huge football fan. So I mean, and I'm not even like the biggest sports fan out there. 
but I, I would say just about everybody likes some sport. Well, there's some people that tennis, buy. There's some people that golf. buy. They buy these consoles for Madden every year, and yeah. that's all they buy a console for. Yeah, that's all they think about. I'm it's just saying, and EA, EA will always get their money. I'm just saying, if they want, you know, my uncle to care, yeah, then they maybe need to lighten this up a little bit. So we'll see how that all that goes. Uh, gamepolitics.com is where we found this article. I would recommend going and checking it out and looking at the discussion there because it gets pretty heated and, and interesting. It always does there. Yes. Love our friends at gamepolitics.com. Moving on. MPD is sour. E3 needs to be huge. Uh, yesterday, although this is a few days ago now, I got this article. The industry tracking MPD group released the sales figures for the month of April showing the U.S. retail gaming revenues tumbled 26% year over year for the month. <gasps> Wow. Dude, 26% from last year. 26. That is six. That's enormous. I mean, yeah. normally people worry about like 4%, 5% or something. 26% yeah. down over last year, year over year. Far underperforming even the most pessimistic of Wall Street predictions. The response from analysts was swift and tinted with more urgency than usual. In, uh, in a note to investors, Wed Bush's Michael Patcher is his name, it looks like, yeah, called Patcher. the results baffling, adding that they left him speechless. <laughs> undeterred the analyst delved deeper into what he's uh or, excuse me into what the sales mean for the industry quote it's easy to blame the lineup which was quite light uh hmm. splinter cell conviction was really the only triple a title during the month um and it was oh. xbox 360 exclusive so you can hardly you know that's true it's, it's that a, is true it's there, a, there are a lot of games coming out this month yeah and the yeah. number the numbers are getting weird like 44 percent of consoles right now are uh, or no, what was it? No, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. For, no, it was 44 million uh, 360s in, in circulation and like 38 PS3s. So that's no longer a fight where you where you say the, the 360s way, way, way ahead. No, no, that's pretty So when close. you only have, you have your one exclusive, you're missing half the market um, yeah. and that's going to make it that month worse. But anyway, the, the results suggest something has gone pretty wrong, this practical guy says. He continued to say, quote, unfortunately, there is a loss to identify precisely what was wrong. So, Brian, I just want to talk real quick, theory, theorize about why um, sales are ridiculously low when there's so much excitement about video games right now. Nobody's yeah. arguing that the industry is headed for a decline in, in some huge major way. What yeah. is it about April? And to me, the answer is simple. There was, nothing, there was nothing people wanted to play, and it's springtime. Yeah, the, well, it was month-to-month comparison, so I, that's... That's totally understandable. I, I don't know. Maybe a, a longer winter and people are just now coming out of their houses and they're like, what's going on? <laughs> well, I mean, last year we had a shorter winter. So, well, look at, look at it this way. I didn't buy almost a single thing that month. I went from yeah, I can't, I'm most, most months, most months, there are at least two games I've bought. Yeah. Almost, almost always on some platform. In April, nothing. Like in March, yeah, hell yeah, I got the God of War 3 and I'm playing the hell out of that. And I'm, there's lot, there were lots of things to play that I cared about in March. This That's month, true. This month, awesome. Right off the bat, we've got Red Dead Redemption. We have, uh, uh, what is it called? Mod Nation Racers, Racers coming out. Blur, Split Second, all this stuff getting blasted into this month that weren't there last month. I think it is just a simple case of there was nothing but poo available in in April, it's and, the, and and they're all talking that down like that can't be it. But dude, I think I think you're right. What because else is there? I didn't there? buy anything in April. All I bought was P, uh, PC games. I didn't buy any console games at all. Yeah, but, and and, and I, I know they track some of that, but it's more console heavy. The, these numbers, yeah. So I don't know why they're they're scratching their head. One 360 exclusive AAA title. 
That's yeah. it. That's all the month had. So they're all going, I don't understand how this all happened. How did it go? <laughs> Dude, it's just a bad, it was a bad month because there was nothing to get. Yeah, that's Of true. any interest. I'm talking about titles that really, you know, you've got to go throw your money down for it. You're, everybody was saving it for Red Dead and for other games. Well, if if Patrick had just called us, he wouldn't have been speechless. We could easily have told him. <laughs> right. There just wasn't anything to buy. Just ask the gamers. We'll tell you. Yeah. But then again, Super Street Fighter 4, that didn't come out in April. Not in their tracking time. Mm. And neither did uh, Alan Wake. That's true. Just Cause 2 was a hit with a bunch of hardcore gamers, but 90% of Gamedon out there didn't care. I hate to tell you, that was not a huge seller. It's a cool game. No question. But... You know. it doesn't have the yeah it doesn't, it doesn't have the people out now with point. Alan well, Alan Wake is on the market now and doing really well again a 360 exclusive but that's good the uh, this Red Dead Redemption is doing super well out of the gate guarantee that's going to sell like banana time the reviews are through the roof <laughs> banana uh, time banana time um, and what else are we getting split second blur uh, what else what else uh, other big stuff it's crazy big stuff yeah. there's a lot, there's a lot of big games and E3 is in like two weeks dude month. two weeks. Yeah, E3. Let's let's not freak out just yet. Let's let's wait until this next month comes around. Right. That's what you're 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 micro analyzing this. They, they are not you. No, I know you're micro analyzing this way too much. I agree for a single for a single month to be off. I mean, in the grand scheme of a year, I mean psh, that's nothing. But also to say year over year, oh, twenty six percent. What could have happened? Yeah. Well, look at last year. There were a bunch of titles out. Look at this year. There was one, and it had a you know drunk Michael Ironsides in it. Yeah. <laughs> So what'd you expect? And it was on one platform and it was targeted at one kind of gamer. Yeah. I mean, the, the, even the, we had nothing really going on this month. They've got super Mario galaxy too. I'm yeah. I'm that's what I'm saying. Go look at may next month. MPD freakouts. That's right. It'll Eesh. be all right. Eesh. It'll be all right, guys. Eesh. Eesh. All right. Moving on. Uh, We're spending our money as fast as we can. Peace <laughs> sakes. Big month or big week for Google. They got up and did their IO conference. Google I.O. conference was... Uh, That's input-output yep, conference? most of the week. Yeah. Mm. And, uh, wow, they announced a lot of stuff. It was also very boring in parts, but <laughs> parts that I saw. I, I hate to say it, but Google is very productive-minded, and it's boring a lot. A lot of their stuff is boring. I it really is. That. They're they're all programmers and nerds and math guys and PhDs and there, but it's such good quality stuff. I love Google, don't get me wrong. In some ways, I think they're the devil, too, but... No, I love Google. They need to hire a designer, but I love them anyway. Yeah. Oh, I hate that Chrome icon. All of it's ugly. They don't, they're not good at that stuff. No. Uh, but anyway, at the conference, Google revealed Chrome Web Store, a web-based browser application where users will uh, be able to download and install games like Lego Star Wars and Plants vs. Zombies, to name a few. They play it directly in their browsers. What's interesting is... Uh, it'll work with any browser, though Chrome will have like some built-in stuff to take advantage of, like app mm. launching and some other cool stuff, of course. But it should run in most, if not all, launchers, and they are essentially trying to create an online app it's, store. It's an app store, and it's not even just an yeah. app store like Apple style. It's like a, it's almost Steamish. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. A little bit of steamy happening there. Um, it's interesting. It's, a it's, an, inter- it's an interesting approach. And they're doing it with other applications as well. But you'll be able to play games and do all kinds of stuff and pay for things directly. And there'll be a lot of free stuff. And I'm kind of yeah. stoked to see how it works out. You know, it feels like Google is really making a play for a lot of, of ground lately. 
Yeah, they're they going are. right after Apple. They're going after things like Steam. They're going after all sorts of services. I mean, they basically buried Microsoft, and they don't care. Yeah, now. and they've. I mean, and as far as the browsers go, and I look at my statistics on my websites, I mean, Chrome is just growing leaps and bounds. Yeah, the Firefox guys need to catch up. Or keep, they're the keep ones that are on in fire. the most danger too. It's not really hurting Internet Explorer. Yeah, Explorer is going to be what it is because it's on people's computers and most people don't understand why they would need anything else. Yeah. Guys like us do, but, you know, my mom doesn't care. No, she would she, be shocked. She if doesn't, even, she doesn't even know what I'm talking about. But, you know. You Chrome. mean the Internet? Click on the Internet. What do you mean <laughs> click on the Internet? I do like Chrome. Click on the Internet. I like Chrome a lot. It's fast, uh, reliable. I like it. Um, I just, I don't know what all this means, but for gamers, it means more choice. So uh, watch for that. I mean, Plants vs. Zombies was basically running Flash in the demo that they showed. I watched part of that. Yeah. Um, Twit carried what? some of it. And the Lego Star Wars thing Are- just looked, you know, like they were running a game through a browser. It was kind of odd. Aren't they trying to go for an HTML5 kind of thing here? Uh, yeah. I mean, this is all connected to the some of this stuff. Like the HTML5 was a huge centerpiece of the conversation during the I.O. conference. Um, how that all plays into this and how HTML5 helps serve up things like games and rich graphical experiences and stuff is a little sort of beyond my scope, but um, it's all connected. You know, they talked about a lot of sort of open source platformy stuff, their own video uh, codec container thing that they want to become the kind of the standard. Um, lots of stuff, mo- both mobile and desktop. So keep your eyes on Google. They got some plans. They got some stuff. And for all you, stuff. Yeah, for all you they're, know. They're, and they're evil. I'm going to go ahead and say it now. <laughs> Google is evil. If you didn't know. I don't think they're evil. I, I think, think they're just excited evil. and they got a lot of money. I think they're waiting for it. I think they're, they're going to be the next Microsoft just once they get there. think so? Oh, they're going to totally. They're going to make Microsoft look like good guys. Well, they already kind of are in a way in some circles. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, they're, they've definitely thrown down the gauntlet with Apple. It's, it's, it's the, the old Apple versus Microsoft thing is kind of a dead issue at this point. Yeah. This is now a, uh, which makes me sad. I mentioned this on App Slappy. I want those two to get along. I think they have a lot to offer each other. I love the integration on the iPhone with all st- all things Google, and I want that to continue. And I want, you know, I want Google Maps, and I want, you know, Street View, and I want all that stuff. Yeah. So quit fighting. <laughs> Stop it. Be friends. Can't you guys get along? I really like what both of you are doing. So yes, stop it. Except for this fighting. I don't like that. He's like the, he's like some kind of pork child or something. <laughs> right. That was uh, that was my plan. Yeah, well, you succeed. Moving on to an argument that is kind of connected to some of this money-making on games. Um, Epic, you know, the fine folks behind God of War, or not God of War, uh, Gears of War. Gears of War. Uh, of course, the long-running Unreal series, the Unreal Engine, which millions of, not millions, hundreds, maybe not hundreds, lots of games are based on. <laughs> <laughs> At least tens, if not twenties. Yeah, At least tens. Um, so they claim this PC piracy has changed their entire business model or bitus business. <laughs> they've changed my whole bitus model. Recent comments from Epic games, president Mike caps in edge magazine show that, uh, the developers frustration with the PC piracy scene, as well as the hes- hesitance to fully embrace the platform quote. We still do PC. We still love the PC, but we already saw the impact of piracy. It killed a lot of great independent developers and completely changed our business model, says Caps. Uh, interesting. I mean, because the, the big Epic games, they come on consoles first. They're yes, sort of, they and they all do, dude. God, God of War. Not God, I keep saying God of War. Gears of War. Uh, the I, I want to say the Unreal 
7 or Unreal 2007 or whatever it was called, Unreal 3. I want to yeah. say that ended up on PS3 and uh, something first. And like the PC and, and the 360 got it later. I don't remember for sure. But that was, you know, unheard of at the time. But now, if you're going to get a new Call of Duty game or a new Modern Warfare game, guess where it's going to show up first? And guess where they care where it shows up? Yes. Your 360 and your PS3. And that's it. They, the PC yeah. thing is gravy to them. They don't care. Yep. And Epic, it's great. I, th- I think if, if that's the business model they need to take on to be able to succeed in, in a market and still exist, then do it. I mean, because Valve is already doing Steam and they're doing it successfully and they have, they have you know, basically captured that market and they're able to deal with the piracy. Yep. I mean, they are very good at that type of thing. Sure. Yeah, so, consoles are great at that. He says, it goes on to say, people are now saying, why do you hate the PC? You're a console-only company. It's because the money's on consoles, he says. Yeah. He, why does that make him hate it? Yeah. Why, why does that say, like, instant hate? Ooh, we hate you, PC people. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Well, because we do that. He why does Sega hate PC people? Sega doesn't really make any games <laughs> for the PC. Well, they have they do some publishing, but, yeah, they focus on, yeah. They focus on consoles now. I mean, they, they, it's a pretty candid stance to kind of be this open about things like that and doesn't really preclude their success or any potential that they may have on the PC. There's still fertile land out there in their mind. I mean, there's stuff you can do. But for now, yeah. Epic has definitely become one of the many companies who have prioritized console blockbusters over, you know, over PC it, development. It makes sense. I mean, I mean, really, if you want to keep, a, a, if you want to have a simple company, yeah. Then you do something like what Epic is doing. You you don't have to worry about all these other complicated layers of of you know how to how to handle everything with the piracy. Yeah, they're they're absolutely right in doing this. I think it's a it's a brilliant move. They don't have to worry about all that other stuff that's involved with PCs. Now, don't get me wrong. I love my PC gaming. Yeah, me too. Do not take my PC gaming away. I love it because it is it it it, it can change and evolve so much faster than any console because consoles have to make their money back. PCs don't. Yeah, you know, you, yeah. you buy a PC, you upgrade it, and you upgrade it, and you upgrade it. So, yeah, I don't know. It's still there's something in me that I understand yeah. the financial things. I understand why they yeah. do it. I also love my console, so I get why they're there. I get all that. Yeah. But there's but a, little, a little bit. Don't there's you? a yeah. There's a little piece of me that really misses the old <laughs> days, the golden age of the PC gaming market, the '90s. Yeah. Let's call it that. <laughs> um, I, th- I think Steam's going to bring it back. I mean. Well, Steam is already, I mean, if you ask me, Steam Steam and Blizzard brought PC gaming back from the dead, brought it back yeah, from it was, life support. It was, it was done. Felt like it. Steam and, and Blizzard. I'm yeah. so, I know people are going to argue with us on that. Well, I mean, there's, there's a reason a, why there's you're... There's a thriving market for PC games, but for actually, uh, for, for the, you know, the producers, the developers, it, it really wasn't there. I mean, it, there's well, tons getting of pi- modifications pi- for games and stuff. Yeah, but, but the piracy is just murdering them. You yeah. know, I don't blame any of them for what they're saying. And it's too bad because there's really cool innovation to be had on the PC. Thankfully, we have, you know, like I said, people like Blizzard and, and Valve and others who are keeping it alive. But you can say all that and it still doesn't really matter because you know what? <laughs> there's piracy on the console. There is, just not as much. It's all about hedging your bets. Uh, okay, something kind of related to that before I move to our quick list of news. How much do video games titles matter when buying a console? Interesting question. The prevailing logic goes like this. Make a must-have video game, and it'll have an influence on consumers' decisions, me and you, to invest in the necessary hardware. So if I know God of War is coming out, I'll buy a PS whatever. Yes. If I know that Gears of War is coming out, the other G-O-W, the other GOW, 
another gal. Then I'll get a 360. Yeah. While it is assumed that high-profile game titles can move gaming systems, and this has always been true, they've always said this, recent Nielsen Games research suggests consumers are driven by a myriad of factors. Surprisingly, the purchase of a specific game title actually ranks lowest in all the motivators. So let me just go over these, some of these. What bunch of liars. Because... <laughs> but I think I definitely think it weighs heavy. Otherwise, uh, all these console makers would not make these special edition, you know, special edition God of War PS3s or whatever. You know, they, yeah. there's always a special edition of that. That's kind of true. Stuff. But the problem with this, the special editions like the like the uh, the Modern Warfare 2 uh, 360 special edition, yeah, is never going to be a mass market model. It'll go to a, enough people to make it worth doing. But it's not their bread and butter. The bread and butter is how do we sell lots and lots and lots of consoles? And this is what they found. Here's an example. This is PS3 purchase motivators. Mm-hmm. Uh, motivating no, factor. No one, by the way, no one asked me when I bought my <laughs> PS3. Right. I'm going to actually save that because I want to ask you why you did. Okay. All right. So first, number one, I want the Blu-ray capabilities, 65%. It's a no-brainer. I mean, Blu-ray players... Uh, if this is recent, I mean, Blu-ray players start a decent one at 130 something. Yeah, 63 yeah. percent said the recent price reduction has put the system in my price range. So again, nice high number. Number yes. three on the list, I like the library of games available at 62 percent of people saying that, and that's pretty good. Yes. So I want to upgrade my PlayStation Two. Was right there at 62 as well. Wow. Yeah. Really? Yeah. What the crap. You still have a PlayStation 2? Dude, that Sony right. makes long tail money on their consoles. <laughs> They're really good at that. Nobody else does that like they do. They get yeah. 10 years out of their stuff and they still sell PS2 games. It's amazing. It's crazy. My friends have a PS3 and I want to connect and play with them. Was at 56%. I'm interested in PS3 online capabilities at 50%. I'm interested in PS3's online, uh, other multi, excuse me, multimedia capabilities. So like, you know, media Netflix, servers and all that. Media servers. Mm-hmm. 49 I'm interested in playing multiplayer games via the PlayStation Network. 42 offers a bundle of uh, PS3 and HD TV that motivated me to want to purchase both at 36 percent. Hmm. And then number 10 on this list at only 12 percent of people in the affirmative say I'm looking forward to buying a specific game. Now, I don't know how this would change, uh, you know, for a 360 poll or a Wii poll or any of that. We don't, they didn't yeah. show that. A Wii poll. A Wii poll. A little Wii poll, Brian. <laughs> it's only a Wii little poll. Oh, that cracks me up. Uh, we don't know what those are uh, or how those compare, but that's really interesting to me. Yeah. Because I okay. assumed they had a huge surge of sales in, in March and everybody assumes it's because God of War 3 came out. No. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was partly no. that. Obviously it's some, but it's not it's certainly not the big motivators so we I, yeah. this is interesting because it just it kind of maybe will help developers uh, publishers and console makers see their audiences more clearly yes you know what i mean yeah good do you do you, do you want me to tell you why i bought mine oh yeah so brian let me ask you the poll question you ready okay sir um, sir if you could tell me why you bought your ps3 in the first place why uh-huh well the first ps3 i bought um, it was because uh, I wanted to get a uh, little Big Planet. Oh, game huge, specific, huge, then. huge factor. Yeah, because I'd already I've had an Xbox 360. I had every game title that I wanted except for Little Big Planet, and that I came on the PS3, and you just had to get it right. And 
it was it was truly a factor because I kept going to the game stores and kept going, let's see what they got over here. And I'm like, oh, I like these titles. Some of these titles are really, really good. I mean, I'm like, and they're exclusive to the PS3. And so it it really did. It was a really big major factor. Um, Blu-ray did did rate up there, but it was more like, well, you know, I can really pick up a Blu-ray player for 130. That's much less than 300. Uh, but, you know, it was a factor threw in there near the end. It's a bonus. Um, a bonus. It's add, so value me, add, it, sure. Yeah, so to me, that was one of the high things. Now, my second PS3 I bought... <clears throat> Whoa, look at uh, that. That's bought too. Um, <laughs> I, I actually bought it for the second to last reason. It was offered as a bundle with a PS3 and an HDTV. Uh, I, was, I was planning on actually just getting the Slim, Yeah. and uh, I went into the store, and they had the Slim bundled with a, uh, a large uh, LCD TV, for I think it was like nine twenty four, and I'm like, okay, I, there's no way I could buy this TV by itself because the TV by itself is worth a, like I think fourteen hundred dollars, and I was already going to get the other, so I was like, okay, well, you know, I was kind of thinking about getting a new TV anyway, so I can pick up this TV for like basically three hundred, I mean six hundred more bucks. Yeah, this so, seems seems smart. So actually, my motivation is flip flop of this pulse. So I'm just the opposite of this. You're on the other side. Other side, yeah, but you never play by the rules, man. Nobody keeps that's crying in the corner. True, that's true. Nobody can keep me down. <laughs> all right, we're moving on to our quick list of news. These are the other stories of the week that aren't all that big a deal, uh, but we wanted to mention them anyway. Brian, I want some quick responses from you for my quick readings of these stories. Okay, okay. okay. Ubi- <laughs> all right, go ahead. Ubisoft has serious losses, they have lost $76.2 million in operating losses in the fiscal year of 2009. Holy hell. Next question. Okay, that's pretty bad. Pixel Junk Shooter <laughs> 2 is a go. Excellent. I'm uh, stoked. Yay. I love the first one. Loved it. Yeah. Oh, can't wait. Love that game. StarCraft 2 beta ends in two weeks. Actually, now about a week. This news is a little yeah. old. How do you feel mm. about that? So uh, I feel like now I'm going to buy the game. Crap. <laughs> Me too. Lego. <laughs> oh, by the way, in the Korean version, you know what they did to fix all their issues with like the adults only rating? Tore, oh, no, no. We talked about that. What, what tore out, according to what I'm reading, tore out like 80% of the blood and changed like tons of dialogue to be a little oh. less salty just to make sure they're okay. Can I get the Korean version? Yep. Can I? You can. You, you, like, you like clean StarCraft? Yeah. I want bloody, dirty StarCraft. <laughs> I want the pornographic version. Jim Rayner's <laughs> full frontal Is Rayner R the best you got? Is that all you got? I want NC-17. Give me Showgirls quality, baby. <laughs> StarCraft, oh, I already said that. Lego Universe is taking pre-orders. Do you care? Uh, they're not getting my money before it's time for it to go. Yeah, I need Especially to see I'm it first. Especially if getting through Amazon, dadgummit. Yeah, oh, we'll talk about that again. You and I mm-hmm. had an Amazon run in this week, both of us. Yeah. Block Band, sorry, I was thinking of Lego still. Rock Band wants to know what you want next. They put out a poll saying, what do you want in the next Rock Band game? And one of the options was, we don't want another one. We just want to keep things the way they are. Funny. That's funny. That was going to be my answer. Was How it? about stop? That well, was going to be my answer. That, they actually had that in the poll. So I, I say hats off to the, the harmonics guys. They're, you know, being honest. They're straight up. They're like, yeah. you know, would you play a, I think the, the example in this article was a Creed. <laughs> a creed rock band that's a terrible idea no. Yeah, hell no <laughs> anyway they don't even exist anymore do they or did they come back together no Cre- I, I don't know is creed did they ever break up i thought they broke up for a while they broke up my life at the time i hate those guys 
They're not uh, that bad. I hate them. I don't enjoy them. And then finally, we mentioned it before, play Pac-Man Google style on Google.com. I think today only, so you better get out there. Yeah. Yeah, I, I actually played that today, and I was so excited because I thought that map looked pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of actually a pain because you get in some of those corners and you can't get, can't get turned around. Yeah, it's a pain in the butt. Mm-hmm. All right, it's time for this. Hey, what are you playing? <laughs> ah, it's the time to talk about what we're playing in the video games. <laughs> so yeah. um, got a little bit of a PS3 heavy week for me, but I'm going to mention these anyway. I really need to get my 360 working. I was going to mail that to you, and I haven't done it. Put it in the mail. Try it over there, looking at it. Mm. Uh, Red Dead Redemption came out, finally. Game I was looking forward to in a huge way. Had a lot of hype in my own head about how good this was going to be. Brian, I'm going to tell you right now, they nailed it. It they is awesome. It. And I know you've only had yours for about 15 minutes of play because, well, talk about that in a sec but yeah uh i played a ton this week got it launch day played a bunch of multiplayer with friends uh, uh nicole spag uh, mark spag eric from map slappy liam o'brien the voice of Illidan and storm rage uh and half the naruto characters who else who else played with us dark anders was in there i don't know because i wasn't allowed to play <laughs> because i hadn't got my game yet <laughs> that sucks we had so much fun. That is so much fun, that multiplayer. It is just unlike just about anything else you could play. There's similarities to certain things, but really the the, the place you're doing it in and things you're doing within that space, wholly unique experience. Love the story so far. Love what I'm doing in the game with missions. I love the good, bad sort of uh, meter I, I can't say enough about it. It's it's my it's my thing. I love you know how I feel about westerns, Brian. You know how I love yes, these things yeah. and how I've been talking about this now. stuff. They they so nailed all of those things that I love about westerns. Yeah, everything the totally guns and the horses. the The horses themselves have deforming muscle structure when you run. You can mm. actually see muscles contract and expand in the butt of your damn horse when you're riding off to find some bandit. It's amazing. You've got a, you've got a sickness. Oh, it's so good, dude. So good. I will have you more have to, to say about it as I get through the single player uh, <laughs> stuff. But you're going to love the it. Single player. Yeah, I've, I've, I've I got, well, like, was, I don't know if we really talked about this yet. Have we said much about the uh, pre-order? Mm, yeah, well, let's say what happened real quick. So both of you, both you and I ordered it on Amazon. We were supposed to get it day of or day after. Yeah, and quickly, it didn't, we would hope. Yeah, it didn't show up. It says, well, you'll get yours on the 25th or 26th. And I said, well, wait, all my friends are going to play tonight. I'm going to Walmart, you effers. So I did. Mm. Went to Walmart, got a copy, came back, and my real the Amazon one finally came in today, and we just sent it right back. So we're yeah. returning it. Um, cause I already see, have Scott it. fooled me on this because Scott said, I got mine in today, and I'm playing it. And I so I figured I didn't even look at the shipping on mine. I knew it shipped out Monday. And I was thinking, oh, cool. So I'll probably get mine like Tuesday, Wednesday, latest. Yeah. Okay. I can deal with that. Release day, Tuesday. Day after Wednesday. Probably first day I'll get a chance to play anyway. No big deal. Yeah. So Wednesday comes, still no game. Thursday, I'm like, what the crap? <laughs> and I send uh, I send Scott a message and he says, oh, yeah, yeah. I just went to Walmart and picked up one. I'm like, I was using you as my bellwether. <laughs> it was like yesterday, too. So we yeah, were, so we're like, all these crap. days into it. And I was like. Yeah, I, I, I just, I caved. I had to get it. I didn't get my golden gun bonus, so that sucks. Yeah. Well, I held out. I got my golden gun. I hadn't had a chance to shoot them yet. I'm going to shoot the crap out of them when I do. Yeah, you're going to feel good about that. It's just great, dude. I, I can't say enough about it. There's just all the mechanics. I love everything about it. 
I'm having just a, a wonderful time. And people say, people that say, ah, it's just GTA and a Western. It's a Western GTA. No, what? that's too simplified. Way, way I oversimplified. Ha- I have yet to pull a hoe out of a car and <laughs> shoot them and steal it. I, not once. Well, yeah, content-wise, it's definitely in a different realm. But also, while it while it's an open-world sandbox kind of game, for sure, and its roots are definitely in the GTA series, no question. I mean, it's Rockstar, for heaven's sakes. It's Rockstar. That's what it's they do. still... It is its own thing, and it should be recognized as such. And the reviews are saying that they're like, you know what, this stands on its own. This is just a really I, special game. I do not get a Grand Theft Auto feel out of this at all. Not even one iota. The I only mean, thing I get is, is the a map. total sellout. The I mean, little, this game's the little radar thing is it though, dude. That's the only thing. Yeah, that's true. But I haven't really seen that very much because most of the stuff I've been doing has been the introduction uh, in, in the story, and I right. love the way they've they've introduced. Uh, the whole story while you're riding on this train and I mean, it's just very immersive and, and they're going through all this cultural stuff of the time. It's, it's just fabulous from what I've seen so far. Yeah. Fabulous I love it. Right. Fabulous. It's absolutely fabulous. I yeah. like, you should use that word more. <laughs> you should say everything is fabulous. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Red Dead Redemption, awesome stuff. Can't wait to talk about it more, but we'll leave it at that for today. Uh, this is by no means a complete review, but if I had to review what I played so far and I played quite a bit, I will say, I mean, it's an A plus for me. I just, it's game of the year so far. I love it. What I've seen so far, I'm going to have to agree with you. Yeah, it's great. 3D Dot Game Heroes, played a bunch more of that. I've been playing Portal again on Steam since it uh, was free and I've been trying it on the Mac. Um, It's just like the PC version. I was going to say, is it totally different on the Mac? No, it's identical. The thing is, I just get roped into it again. Like, that game's funny that way. Like, hats off again to Portal. It was such a great game anyway. But I forgot how replayable it is. You think it mm. isn't. You're like, oh, I've already done these puzzles. You forget, dude. Yeah. You forget. And then you get hooked again. You're like, oh, I figured it out. And you move on to the next one. Before I know it, I'm 25 you know, uh, things into it going, what am I doing? <laughs> I don't have time to play Portal again, but I, it's awesome. <laughs> I don't have time for you. Stop it. <laughs> Leave me alone. Still playing Machinarium on Steam as well. Awesome. Love it. And Machinarium? I think it's Machinarium. I think it's Machinarium. Is it Machinarium? Machinarium. <laughs> Mac. I say Machinarium. Mm. Well, you would say it wrong. <laughs> and then I be, I got the Mod Nation Racers demo, uh, part of the uh, Sony's sort of. What's uh, very much you know in the vein of of Little Big Planet. You create racers yeah. and tracks and stuff it looks really neat i love a car racer anyway so that comes out next week pretty stoked about that yeah i got the demo too i haven't played it it's cool you should try it yeah i think you'd like it um you messed around a little more in your whole linux world what have you uh, been playing over there besides red dead for 15 minutes uh, most this week i'd i'd been puking and throwing up so that was fun so i didn't get to play a lot of games yeah good job uh, on that you're doing all right now just so the listeners know you're okay you're safe and well all right oh yeah i'm very well at last last week emergency room hospital eight hours in the hospital dude yeah, a lot of fun. Could have been worse, but yeah, didn't have not felt very well this week. But you know what? I got to get my gaming in. Yeah, got to get my game on. So you know what? I didn't have my Red Dead Redemption. DVD. We've heard about this. We already heard the story about that. You know? Okay. So I'm like, okay. So what can I do in the meantime? Hmm. Well, I'm thinking. Well, maybe they got Red Dead Revolver where I can download it off the PS3 or you know Xbox or something like that. No, the answer is no. You can't. You have to go purchase it. So you have to leave the house. Yeah. Couldn't do that. Didn't feel well. Couldn't leave so, the house. Right. No, so I got on my Linux machine and I said, "Hey, what do they got westerns?" I said, I just looked it up. I said, "Linux westerns." There's a game called Smoking Guns based on the uh, Quake Three engine. 
Really? And yeah, and it's actually a lot of dang fun. Do they? I hope the weapons are all different, right? The weapons are totally different. You okay. would not. <laughs> it's it's totally immersive. I mean, it, it's not like you you on Quake Three. I mean, when you shoot the gun, you have to reload it. I mean, and it's not like a quick chick chick hank. I mean, it's like you're actually you, get, you show the hand motions of the guy, you know, putting the bullets in and that kind of stuff. So I mean, it's it's really in depth. Mm. And what you do basically, I played the multiplayer, and there's a lot of people who play this game. Remember when I told you about the uh, uh, what's that other game that I can't find anybody on with the Western, the lead dead gold. Oh, re- uh, lead lead that, gold. Lead, dead, lead, gold. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> lead and gold, I think. Is what it lead was. and gold. Yeah, lead and gold. Uh, unlike it, there's tons of people playing this game all over the freaking world. And uh, I got in here, and it's so much fun. It's, it's a very quick uh, quick matches. Um, you, you basically either outlaw or a, a, a good guy. And um, some of the great names in this game are like uh, you can either play as uh, uh, Jane or, or, or the Mexican, which I like. I like that guy. He's pretty cool. And um, you just get in there, and you got basically just one shot or six shots if you got a revolver, and uh, you, you're trying to protect the bank. So it's you against them, and you know the outlaws try to rob the bank. It's it's really fast, fun Quake Three type game yeah. that has been modded, and it actually was nominated last year for a uh, mod of the year. Really, did not win. Where does that but, Where does that awarded? Is there some sort of a like a GDC kind of thing, or where, who does yeah, that? Yeah. Uh, they, or is that just them saying, "Yeah, we were mod of the year last year"? Because nobody, no, no, check. no. It was it was one of the big ones. Hold on a second, I'll tell you who the name was. Uh, let's see. First, you go to Smoking Guns. That's with no G because no self respecting. Smoking with a apostrophe. Well, you can't do that on yeah, the internet, though. Yeah. So smoking no guns. Put smoking gun, and then uh, you go to gunner uh, guns. Guns. Okay. So it's. I got a. See. I got a band. Ah, here we go. Yeah, with shades Smoke of the Allman Brothers and hints of Steve Ray, Ray Vaughan, these Seattle natives fuse raw elements of gritty Southern rock and the soul of Texas blues. All right, All right. the real address is smoking <laughs> with no G dash guns dot net. Oh, all right. That band looks great. Smoking gun. Yeehaw! Yep, smoking gun. Yeehaw! Oh, y'all. yeah, look at this. And this looks see, great. Um, it is fun. Uh, was la la la, la nominated for. M-O-D-D-B, uh, Mod, Best Independent Game of the Year, blah, blah, blah. Uh, where was it at, though? Oh, these screenshots look very ancient, though. They do. Now, that's what it's, it looks a little dated, but actually, once you actually start playing the game... Well, it is Quake 3. I mean, yeah. We all forget that Quake 3 was not... I mean, at the time, pretty innovative, but... Yeah. A pretty blocky it's, game. It is way more about the gameplay. Yeah. Than is the graphics. I mean, this is not even going to hold a candle to Red Dead Redemption as far as that goes. But as far as just getting in there and feeling really westerny, I mean, you've got all these barrels and stuff you can hide behind. I mean, it's 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 just really good. I liked it. It looks cool. You play this on the PC or just Linux? You can pay on Mac, PC, and Linux. Oh, I think I may have to. Ch- I, check it's this definitely out. on the PC. It looks like fun. It is a lot of fun and for free. Yeah, free's good. Free's good. Can't beat free. All right, so you played a little of that. And then uh, lastly, uh, your little bit of time with Red Dead. We'll talk more about that next week as we get further into it. And you and I will have some time to multiply up that biatch. That's right. We Game's will get in there and we will ride them horses yep. until they are raw. Okay, I can tell you a funny story. This is real brief. Uh, 
Red Dead Redemption multiplayer got all those guys in there. We're all out wrestling, whatever we're doing. We're just actually just looking for the next like hideout to take out, right? And That's right. and it's fun to do that. You go get these NPCs, you get XP for it, and the scores and all the you know bonuses for getting the most kills and all this kind of stuff. And we're out in the middle of the road, just on our horses, and I see a, uh, a stagecoach coming up the road, and I thought. Well, this would be fun. Let me just shoot who's on that. Yeah. <laughs> so these M- they're just NPCs <laughs> on this thing, and so I shoot them both. They fall out of the you know out of the chairs and die, and they're the the stagecoach kind of just comes to this halt. Yeah. I'm like, hey, everybody, let's get on this thing and ride around. So we all get on the stagecoach, <laughs> and they let me drive. <laughs> and so um, I get in there and drive, and and I can't, dude, I can't help it. I just can't help it. On the left. <laughs> is a giant cliff with a river at the bottom of it <laughs> and or a lake or something. And I couldn't, I couldn't resist. I have a, a stagecoach with six stop. people in it and oh. I'm like, I can't do it. I just have to turn off. So I take the reins, dude, turn those horses to the left and just dived into this thing and drown everybody. <laughs> it was so much fun. And you know, you just respawn and keep going. It's no big deal, but yeah, what a fun freaking game. And it's got all that XP and the perk system and, unlockables and all the things you want from a shooter these days set in this world the sound is just dead on perfect the world is just huge and organic i just love it dude oh love that game i'll quit raving for those who have not played with scott in any online games yeah don't take a ride with scott no don't you won't like it highly recommend you not come with me no or actually do trust me it'll all be fine trust me trust me <laughs> hey, what? New, new, new. All right, Brian. This is where we start talking about what's new, 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 new. What is new? Uh, new this week, uh, the week of May twenty third, actually, which I guess is next week. And while we do this, I'm going to play some uh, some Red Dead Redemption right now. Let's see. Wow, dude, it's totally like. Uh, let's find another Western? one. More, more importantly, it's like spaghetti western. Yeah, yeah. So it's not just like your normal. Um, uh, it's not like I don't know what, what would I compare it to. It's not like Silverado or Tombstone or any of those, which are more Hollywood big orchestra. It's more like that yeah. weird, whistly small band kind of stuff that they did in all the old spaghetti westerns, and uh, it's really effective. Great music, great score. Big thanks Fantastic. to Nicole Spag for uh, let me borrow a track for that. Uh, let's move on to next week's big releases. Mod Nation Racers on both the PSP and the PS3. So that is coming. Hot on the heels of uh, another crazy week this week. UFC 2010 Undisputed for the PS3 and for the 360. Are you a fan of that UFC stuff? I am a periodic fan of the UFC stuff. Um, the actual I wouldn't UFC? I would go out and pick up every year or something but you know from time to time you know if it's in the clearance bin i probably pick it up and that really piss ea off but you know do you like the actual sport though the actual fighting oh uh yeah yeah um it's hard to say i always love watching it but then i feel guilty afterwards why why is that it's like wow i'm just supporting all that violence but yeah but then i go <laughs> man that was a lot of fun did you see that guy get hit in the head oh yeah, man and yeah. his ear exploded yeah, oh. yeah i'm a. Uh... Yeah, I like that stuff. I'm not a big wrestler guy, but that that stuff works for me. Oh no, because that's yeah, wrestling. Wrestling, wrestling yeah, is UFC great. Is Wrestling's great in a theatrical kind of way, but UFC is freaking for real. And people, I know. I, look, I know wrestling's for real in that people get hurt and they fight really hard. 
I understand all that. I'm just saying that. Does anybody still make that argument? No, wrestling's real. I don't know if they do or not. I just remember an old. Remember 2020, the new show? I remember one of their reporters getting punched by a professional wrestler because he claimed it wasn't real. I'll never forget that. He goes, How real was that? Was that real? Bam, bam. Smacks him in the head. Is that real? Is that real? He got sued or something. Oh, I love that. This, this music would be totally worth it. This music's making me talk in a bit of a drawl for some reason. I, I tell you, so far in Red Dead, no one to get distracted. But yeah, man, everybody who is doing the voice acting is just wonderful. Oh, I love it. I love all that kind of. Y'all think we ought to head down west? I oh, sure, man. We ought to. Be, be, be. And the thing is, it's all set in nineteen eleven. Uh, yeah, which yeah. kind of threw me off because I, I think of a western, and I even did a comic about it, thinking it was the eighteen hundreds. I don't think of westerns outside the eighteen hundreds. No, but if you go real west, yeah, yeah, even during that time, because I picture people in cars and you know, yeah, you know, photographs and I don't know, <laughs> photographs, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> uh, Super Mario Galaxy Two coming to the Wii. I can't believe that's next week. Yeah, twenty third. It is a sequel to the Nintendo Wii hit Super Mario Galaxy. This one has a lot more Yoshi in it, which may or not may or may not be good. Actually, I've heard wonderful things about the sequel, and it may be the first Wii game in a long time that I actually buy. I don't think I've ever been disappointed with more Yoshi. Oh, dude, I love Super Mario Galaxy. So this looks great. Yeah. Uh, blur, blur. Blur. Did I mention Blur? Blur. That's coming out. Blur on the 360, PS3, and the PC. Uh, Arcade street-style racing game featuring power-ups, ultra-speed boosts, and online multiplayer. There's a really great commercial running from these guys that just completely, like, takes a big dump on on Mario Kart. It's really (laughs) funny. Really, really funny stuff. You have to go search for it because the site I used to have a link to uh, had a poll, but... Anyway, Blur is not a bad game. I remember, I remember, I did a review not too long ago, but I kind of compared it to Split Second. Split Second is just so fantastically different, and and it just makes Blur look like something plain. But Blur, when I I remember playing it the first time, because I played it first, and I I really liked it. Yeah, Blur is cool. Until I played Split Second, and I was like, Super Mario "Hmm." Kart. It's Mario Kart for boy for men. (laughs) Yeah, for men. For For grownups. For grownups, I should say. Mario Kart was for men. Yeah. Uh, Hexix or Hex Hexes Force. That's a stupid name. Hexes Force for the PlayStation Portable, a traditional R- uh, Japanese RPG taking place in the world of Burge. I mentioned Burge. that one. No one's going to care about that game. Nobody's going to buy that game. But that is, in the U.S. anyway. It's in the world of Burge, mm. and I had to mention at least that. Yes. Dawn of Heroes on the DS, released on the 25th. Dawn of Heroes is a tactical role-playing game featuring more than 50 missions. 25. Why don't they just say how many missions? More than fifty? Do they just lose count, or does that just sound better? More than fifty, yeah. What do you, what do you think, guys? Think we played? We played at least fifty. Does it sound about right? Yeah, I'm not going back and counting. This, forget it. I forgot to mark it. This down. has got to be more than fifty. I'm sure it is. Tell Bill. <laughs> uh, Twenty-five character classes and head-to-head multiplayer. Boring. <laughs> Club Penguin, Elite Penguin Force, Herbert's Revenge. That's two colons yes. in there. Agents of ex- of the exclusive Elite Penguin Force are being called back into action with Club Penguin Elite Force, Herbert's Revenge. Is this Disney thing? Because I know they're doing that whole Club Penguin thing. I guess it is. Oh, is it? I don't know if it's a Disney thing or not. Uh, oh, yeah. thing? Another mm-hmm. DS title, Witch's Wish. Witch's Wish is an adventure game that tells you the tale of Vicky, a young witch in training. Oh so it gosh. tells you a tale, huh? That sounds kind of boring. Attention all eight-year-old girls. A game is coming out for you. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Uh, 360 and 
I want to say the Wii and DS are also getting this, but I know 360 for sure. Uh, coming from Atari Games, Backyard Sports, Sandlot Sluggers. It offers. What do you think about those games? I think they're terrible. Yeah. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not opposed to big-headed, but, goofy, arcadey sports games. Yeah, I just don't think these look that great. You're just not the demographic. Not for this, no. Kids love it. I'm a, I mean, you know, I loved NBA Jam back in the day. I love Blitz. I love. I like arcade sports games. You know what yeah. needs to be remade? Hey, EA, if you're listening to the show today, and I don't know why you would, because Brian totally offended you at the beginning. <laughs> but it wasn't me. I'm. I love EA, and I'm only saying that because I want a new remade, current generation, awesome graphics, all the new treatment version of Mutant League Football. One oh, of my geez, favorite yeah. Genesis games of all freaking time. That's a fun one. <sighs> you can't argue with that. that. There's no way that could not succeed. I love Mutant League, dude. Mm. I cannot say enough about Mutant League football. Actually, I can. I'll quit talking about it, but I love it. <laughs> For the DS uh, and the Wii, we're getting Tetris Party Deluxe. Uh, you know what? When I hear the word Tetris, I never think party. I do. No. I, I do ever since playing Tetris on the DS, the original Tetris game on the DS. Really good. Yeah. Amazing multiplayer. I used to play that all you, the time. You think party. That's what you think. You think party. Not, uh, not Tetris multiplayer. See, that party kind of gives me... It, it, see, look, you got three words here. You got Tetris, which is okay. I like Tetris. That's good. It's a fun game. Party. Okay. Really? <laughs> Are you serious? A party? And then you got Deluxe right. at the very end of that. So, wow. Because Randy designed it. Yeah. So, I mean, Deluxe. So, this is going to be better than Tetris Party. Mm. This is going to be Tetris Party Deluxe. Nice. Uh, and lastly, of any note, Pirates Plundar. That's P-L-U-N-D-A-R-R-R. In this fun and frantic beat-em-up, you hunt the high seas. I'll be the judge if it's fun and frantic. <laughs> you hunt the high seas for the renegade captain, Rude Belly. Rude Belly. Rude Belly, Brian. And has so uh, is this a hardcore PS3 game? No, it's a Wii game. Oh, okay. Stolen the scepter of power and unleashed an army of cursed, deadly, ghastly so- uh, ghouls and menacing bosses. You ever notice this always ghouls whenever it's a, a, a Wii game? You ever notice that? Yeah, I have noticed that. Have you mm-hmm. noticed that all Wii games are mostly stupid? Have you noticed that? <laughs> I have noticed this. So, see, check that out. This has been your moment of Wii love. <laughs> all right, enough of that. I really like that soundtrack. It's so old school. It's great. Hey, this is part of the show when I want to mention Typefrag real quick. Typefrag provides ventrilo service to anyone in the gaming world. If you have a, a clan, a guild, or whatever may need multiple voice voices all sort of talking and planning and strategizing, look no further than Typefrag.com. It's Typefrag.com, the ultimate in oh, ventrilo oh. service. <laughs> I just is going to stop there with the <laughs> it's ultimate. just stop there. The ultimate. The ultimate. And scene. All right. Oh, Brian, you know what time it is? Um, I can't remember because I'm kind of old. Oh, and you didn't go to school. Mm. We're kicking it old school. Okay, we are kicking it old school, and today is no different than it always is. We are going to do an old school segment. Today's game is very near and dear to my heart, Brian. Tell me. You hadn't heard of this before I mentioned it, right? I have I'd actually heard of it. I just always thought it was super lame. Oh, no. <laughs> We're going to showcase Crazy Climber. This is an arcade game that uh, came out in arcades, produced by Nihon Busan, however you say it. I've never been able to say it right. Nichib- yeah. N- Nichibutsu is what we used to say when I was a kid. 
1980. It was also released in North America by Tato of America Corporation. And in 82, the Emerson Arcadia and 2001 and other video game consoles on the Emerson Arcadia. But I don't remember seeing any of it on any other consoles. I've only seen it when I was a kid. My dad ran arcades. Everyone knows about that. Um, and we had this in the house. So I had a cocktail version and a big stand-up version. And I was the ultimate crazy climber player. I loved it. I won a digital, silver digital stainless steel watch in an arcade competition by beating the high score in crazy climber. Get out of here. When I was a kid. Did it also have a calculator on it? Yeah, no, yeah, full on, dude. It was like a full on digital for face with a calculator and everything. <laughs> Nerdiest, dumbest thing I ever owned. But I was so proud of myself for winning. Uh, Here's did they how they call the... it back yet for the lead poisoning? Or is... No, they, they, there's a statute of limitations on that. Mm. Statute. Almost said statue. Yeah. Crazy Climber is, uh, this is how it works. The player assumes the role of a daredevil, apparently, who is attempting to climb to the top of the four different skyscrapers. There are a number of obstacles and dangers to avoid, including windows that open and close, the most common danger, as you noticed during your play, Brian. Yeah, that was about <laughs> the biggest problem for me. Yeah. In the climb was the closing windows <laughs> on my hand. That was some. That was definitely some trouble for you. Because yes. um, Brian did video. He went and actually got this and did um, some video of it. I did this on, yeah, <laughs> I did a video uh, capture through MAME. And as it's you may or bad. may not know, playing uh, this clamor game, crazy clamor as he is, uh, with a keyboard is much harder than using two joysticks like they had at the arcade. Yeah, the arcade, it was awesome. These two joysticks, uh, the sit-down model was great because you put your hands down below. Yeah. <laughs> um, right next to your groin, and you just go right. shlunk, shlunk, shlunk up and down, up and down on your on your groin. Yeah, well, that sounds terrible. But anyway, that is how you would move, and it was a really interesting way to make a game, and it totally changes so, the way you play. But on a keyboard, I'm guessing that sucks. Not not too much fun because it took me forever to figure out which one the keys were, and then I kept hitting the wrong ones. And yeah. uh, I must have played this. Usually, I record myself played the very first time of all these games, so people can see what it's like after waiting 20 years between playing an arcade game and playing it. But this time I had to wait until about my fourth or fifth time because I couldn't even get the guy to move. Yeah, he just kept were... getting his hand squashed by the by the glasses because I couldn't. I didn't understand the concept of uh, you have to go pull down with one joystick and push up with the other to make him do an upward motion. Yeah, and uh, I find it interesting that that uh, back in the day they had one that you sit down in. Yeah, Isn't that kind of counterproductive model. to climbing? No. No, that was awesome. Worked great. There's no problem Weird. at all. It was better. I remember it was the preferred. It was the preferred control system because you could have your hands. I'm trying to imagine sitting in a chair and having your hands go straight down in in making fists. Yeah, and and pumping up and down. (laughs) Sounds terrible, but (laughs) pumping the sticks up and down. Whereas on that guy playing. Whereas on the arcade one, you were moving them forward and backward, and it didn't feel as good. Yeah, I I gotta quit talking about that. That's all sounds terrible. Right. All right, so what else you had to see in the stand up one? That's one I always saw, and it looked like you could really build some muscles doing that. Oh, dude, no question. It was crazy town, banana time, as I like to say. Banana time, yeah. Uh, Crazy. Oh, that's good. What happened? Chrome just pooped. Sweet. (laughs) So Chrome is uh, the preferred (laughs) choice of gamers everywhere. (laughs) All right, I'm back. Here it is. So here's what else you have to avoid. Bald-headed residents, a.k.a. the mad doctor, who throws objects such as flower pots, buckets of water, fruit. Is that what that was? <laughs> yeah. Yes. I didn't know what the crap that was well, coming dude, out. It's like, like, like Fozzie the Bear or something. It's like an 8-bit game. It's super old. Yeah. yeah. Not even 8-bit. It may have been like 4-bit. I'm not going to lie. I hated this game when I first started playing it, but after I played it for a few minutes, oh, I, I, might loved taken, it. I might could have taken Scott for that uh, 
that silver plated nerd watch. You need <laughs> you need to get to the other levels. Like the other the other buildings are just it's crazy. It's really Is it crazy. Really? Yeah. I, that, I noticed one thing right away as yeah. far as gameplay goes. Yeah. I try to come up with strategy. I used to I used to have a lot of strategies for all my old arcade games I've played. Since I never played this one, I had to come up with one really quick. Yeah. So I noticed that if I scooted across to the uh, second from the last on the left hand side number of uh, windows, yeah. I could always just I could always truck up just really quick on that side. Yeah. Every other one always seemed to be stopped. Yeah, it's it's and it, that gets worse. The windows shut quicker. There are less windows to climb in. Um, I'm going to play sounds from here in a second. You'll kind of get an idea of kind of what this was like. My favorite obstacle, the giant condor who drops eggs and excrement aimed at the climber. <laughs> so that's what the other thing was. Yeah, so you knew I the knew eggs because they're big yellow eggs, but the other stuff, he's crapping on you. That's funny. Yeah. Because I was wondering, because I was like, I thought one was an egg and another one was like a busted open egg, but I guess one of them was an egg and another one was poo. Okay. Yeah, indeed. Uh, let's see, ape giant ape. A giant ape, kind of King Kongish, can punch at you. Uh, falling, is that bacon? huh? Eight bit, eight bit poo. Is yeah, that? eight bit poo. Eight bit poo dot com. Brilliant okay, so domain. Has someone, someone has it. No, no one has it. Oh, you should totally get that. Oh yeah, that's mine. Use Frog One quick. <laughs> uh, falling steel girders and iron dumbbells. These get harder as things go on. Live wires which protrude out of electrical signs. That's kind of a late building, like third building thing. Falling mm -hmm. crazy climber signs. You see those later on. Uh, the, the goal ultimately is to get up to the top and grab the helicopter, and he takes you to the next building. I am going to play a clip from Crazy Climber. And just hearing the sound, I am a kid again, and video games are awesome. Oh, Anyway, listen to it as you also imagine my silver watch on my wrist. Here you go. <laughs> This is go Brian. for it. This is Brian to go, go for it. <laughs> and that's me talking. Yeah. Go for it. That sound is him climbing. Very slowly. <laughs> oh. Oh no. Oh, he died. That's because I was giving bad instructions. <laughs> yeah, you go were. For go, go for it. Go for it. Go for it. Let me clear something up. When you when you'd say go for it, it's because you were sitting too long. Like Apparently, you, you weren't moving enough, so it would say "go for it," and then the voice would get higher as you would like be there's there longer. Of, there's a lot of pressure in this game, for sure. Yeah. Okay. There's the pooping bird. That sound that psh, psh, that's him taking a dump on you. It's a condor. Oh, no. All right. This is a little bit left. Third guy, Brian's third guy. Oh! Oh, oh no! <laughs> you didn't do very good. I didn't do very good at all. <laughs> <sighs> okay, I love that game. There is more information available on the uh, like Wikipedia had a ton on this game, so uh, recommend yeah. you go check that out if you've never played it and you want to check it out. It's very actually kind of hard to find. Um, rare in an arcade cabinet. The only real way that I know of. And it's not showing up in any collections that I'm aware of. I've looked all over the place. The closest I can get is MAME. So uh, that yeah. may be your only chance. These guys Mind later me. that year, I want to say maybe that year or a year after, uh, we also, my dad purchased from them. He was working directly with these guys at the time. And he bought um, 
uh, a game called Frisky Tom. And you know the game, <laughs> the pipe games where you have to connect pipes to get the water to the end, and if one of them breaks, you got to go love, fix it. I love those games. Yeah, this is a, a take on that. But the whole idea is your name, you're Frisky Tom, and your whole motivation is you're a plumber whose job it is to fix all these pipes and get water to the end. And your entire motivation is that it's it's draining the water out of the bathtub of the lady that you want to see when all the bubbles disappear. <laughs> so at the end of every level, there's a chick in this bathtub, you know, kind of posing or whatever, and there's a bunch of bubbles, and every level those bubbles get lower and lower and lower. And in the Japanese version, she gets totally buck naked. In the oh. in the American release, she's wearing a bikini. I'm but, not buying this. I'm looking this up. But my dad, I'm not kidding you. My dad had a uh, dip switches inside of the motherboard for this thing that you could flip and turn it into the Japanese version. And so yeah. me and my brother played that game feverishly. We just couldn't wait to get this <laughs> cartoon computer lady naked. Eight bit cartoon naked lady. Frisky Tom is the game. You're not lying. This actually exists. Oh wow. yeah, and it's the same company, same people did it. I wish I still had that stuff. Makes me sad that I don't. Mm. Uh, it's, that's another whole long story about why I don't have any of all, my dad's oh, old was, arcade there was, games. There was a version for the Atari 5200 and was programmed in 83, but was never released. That's probably because that naked lady in the tub. Mm. Frisky Tom. Yeah. Japanese were weird even then. Okay. Was that force feedback? It sure was. No, this is. Force feedback. Force feedback. Force feedback, Brian. It's time to get some questions and some answers. That's right. Let's do the whole thing like this. First, force feedback is where we read your emails and play your calls. I'm going to play a call first. Uh, it's a Half-Life question, and that should be good. Hey there, Scott and Brian. This is uh, Brigham from Pocatello, Idaho. Just got a question for you guys. About- Hold on. I know Brigham. He came to Nerdtacular. He's from Idaho. He was really nice. You know that picture of Ibit doing the, the photo bomb in the middle? Yeah. That's him. The guy I'm really the guy I'm standing next to is Brigham, and then yeah. Ibbett's behind is making a freak out of himself. <laughs> it's one of my favorite pictures ever to exist. About Steam for Mac, um, I'm a relatively new gamer to Steam, and I loved Portal. Played all the way through it already for the first time on my computer, but I'm kind of sad that none of the rest of Valve's offerings are available yet on the system. I was wondering what you guys' thoughts were on the topic and what ones you think I ought to pick up first as they become available. Is it worth it to go back clear to Half-Life, or should I just start with Half-Life Episode 2? Thanks for all you guys do on the show, and talk to you later. Okay, he may be a tiny bit confused about where to start or where he thinks he's starting with Half-Life. Does he mean the original Half-Life? Because if he never played the original Half-Life, and I know it's kind of ugly and rough around the edges now, I would really recommend playing that game. Yeah, there's so much story built on that. Yeah, and it's good. It's still, I mean, the the the, the play holds up. It's not bad. Yeah. Um. I, 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 it's ugly, sure, yes. Low poly count, sure. But there's some serious story there, and your first entry into Black Mesa really needs to be that story needs to be told to you so i would recommend doing that um they they really do every time they they continued that story but yeah if you haven't played the the first ones first you really do feel like you're missing out a little bit and it's old no question it's old but Mm -hmm. half-life 2 and then episode 2 of half-life 2 uh is also really great but i feel like it's less great if you haven't played the first game that's just my yeah. opinion. So if you've got the time and the inclination, I think you should get all the whole pack when it comes out. 
and they'll do it. I don't think they're going to. Do you think, Brian, they're going to do this in piecemeal? Or are they going to put one big valve pack out eventually that'll just be everything that, that you know, you can kind of get it all together on the on Steam for the Mac? That That's the question. I think it's going to really be less of a uh, a marketing standpoint and more of a programmer coding standpoint. It's going to be whether they're going to be able to have it available. I think Steam wants to get... Uh, they want to get these games out as quick as possible for the Mac, so they can they can capture that market. Uh, but yeah, I don't I don't know. I, it's just really according to how we don't know how those programmers can get those. Yeah, we don't really know. To be honest with you, we just, we just don't know. But yeah, I I, I kind of thought they'd launch with more. To be honest, I I I thought like Left 4 Dead 2 at least would have been available at launch. But I, I think they got yeah. a lot of irons in the fire, and I think they don't want to leave that gaping hole yeah. for Apple to fill because they probably could easily do something. Yeah. If they wanted to. Never use an apple to fill your gaping hole. No, never. Bad idea. I don't know what I'm talking about, though. Mm. Anyway, thanks, Brigham. That was good to hear from you again. It was great to see you on May 8th at Nerdtacular 2010. Nerd. Moving on to some emails. Hello, Scott and Brian. Oh, did we answer the other question? I don't think we... No, no that, was, that was his question. Mm-hmm. I say get it all. It's all good. Uh, hello, Scott and Brian. Speak, this comes to us from Mike. Speaking as a lifelong gamer... Uh, 1988, excuse me, 1998 was and is still my favorite year for video games. You're not alone, bud. That's like for everybody. Such a great amount of amazing games were released that year. They were also many great game mechanics that were also introduced in 1998 that are still being used today. For example, games like Metal Gear Solid, Starcraft, Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time, Half-Life, Grim Fandango, Baldur's Gate, Fallout 2, Unreal, Tekken 3, and Pokemon, uh, to name a few. I can't believe all those games came out in 98. It's amazing. It was a really amazing game. I don't think we've ever equaled it. There's been some good years. Yeah. But I can't think of anything that came that comes close to 98. And it's just this call was appropriate with other Half-Life call. Because uh, I remember Half-Life just completely blowing my brain. I couldn't believe what I was doing in that game. Yeah. And I, I, too. I, I got a new PC just for that. Just for See? that game. Yeah. Just for that. Just, just for that. Game. that. I, and, and, well, I mean... I benefited Starcraft and other things benefited from that upgrade, but, but yeah. And Zelda Ocarina of time still just a magical time. I mean, just what a wonderful year that was. And Pokemon. I mean, Oh, and Pokemon, Brian, Pokemon, Pokemon. It was 1998 was was the the year Brian poked a man. (laughs) Yeah, that was, maybe that's the reason I'm blocking the rest of it out. We're running a little blue this episode. Sheesh. Yeah. Some of us are. Uh, of those, <laughs> one of us is. Of those yeah, listed there, Brian, any of those have a bigger impact than another on you? Um, no, Half Life was awesome. Yeah. Did you play uh, Baldur's Gate? Unreal too. Yeah, Baldur's Gate. I, I got kind of late. I was kind of late into the Baldur's Gate game. Yeah. Unreal two. Oh no, Unreal. Unreal uh, tournament came out a year later. Yes, and that really shocked me. That, that, that really rocked. Me away. I, I wasted a lot of time on that. Oh, I did too. So great. What a great engine. I, I kind mm. of owe Unreal Tournament for getting me into web media. It's a long story. I'll tell it sometime. Mm. I don't listen. Uh, got a new listener, Jeremiah, who says... Hey, Jeremiah. I, I, <laughs> he's our newest loyal listener, he says. I just found this podcast last week, and I love it. I was wondering if either Scott, Stephen, or Brian Ryan... Ever played some of the more cartoony games like Ratchet and Clank on the PS2 and PS3? I love those games, and I'm having fun replaying them on both systems. My kids especially love the crazy weapons on each game. Keep up the good work, Jeremiah. Um, yeah, I played the new Ratchet and Clank game. What's it called? Time, Crack and Time. 
on the PS3. I I did not play the one just before that on the PS3 and the other downloadable one on the PS3. But on the PS2, I played all that stuff, and they're great. I I love a good, you know, wacky, cartoony platformer. No no question. I, I, I am I am big into those games. Uh, most of the time on my PSP. Yeah, I have I play all those games on my PSP. I love Ratchet and Clank on my PSP, and uh, uh, what's the one I'm thinking of? The one with the, this is the fox. Uh, uh, it's like a fox uh, t- warp guy. Uh, 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 what am I thinking of? That's Ratchet and Clank. Uh, no, he's not. No, a fox. no, no. Uh, oh, the other one with the weasel on his back. The, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, that game. <laughs> that game is awesome. Chat room. Will so tell us. awesome that I can't recall the name of it. Chat room, remind us. They're not even listening. Shite. They're, they're Sly, not Sly thing. Cooper. Jack and no, Daxter. Like, Jack and Daxter. Yeah, there you go. That's the one. Thank you. Uh, and I'm glad. I'm grateful for those games because they gave those guys a good start. They went on to do the Resistance games, which are very serious shooter games, but they're awesome. I love that stuff. And it they they have they've stole some of their feel from Ratchet and Clank. The same goes for the for the guys that did the Sly Fox stuff. Um, the or Sly Cooper, Sly Fox. Uh, they went on to do Infamous, which is just such a great game. Um, so yeah, I, I love those. It's fun to play those things from time to time. Just to, you know, I just want to run, have silly fun. Don't worry about anything. It, it brings back those memories of you know, uh, you know Mario and and uh, Sonic and those types of games. So, sure. Do you, totally, have a, do you have more a, complex? Do you have a favorite uh, platformer game of all time? Three D platformer. If you had to give it, uh, you know how much I love Sonic. Yeah, you're a fan. Uh, I used to think I loved Sonic. I don't know if I really did. I think I did. I, I, hate, I hate Sonic. You, I've talked about this a million times. I, I feel like it, it forces me to play the game the way it wants me to play it because <laughs> all you're doing is basically flying through the screen and, you know. And yeah, you're just speed run. You just constantly yeah, speed run. It's stupid. Yeah. It's. So. It, I think at the time it was like a system seller and a good thing because it was like, you know, crazy fast and Mario was so stinking slow and all the kids and the teenagers thought, ah, yeah, dude, just look at this, you know. I mean, all the guys that are 40 now. Um, but but in the end, I think it's kind of an empty experience a little bit. Yeah. Uh, for me, uh, if we're talking 3D platformers, actually, yeah, I'm going to limit it to 3D because if you ask me 2D, it's a different answer. But um, Mario 64 blew my mind. I'm going to agree with you. To, my, to this day, it is one of the most rich, memorable gaming experiences I ever had ever. Yeah, loved my time in Mario sixty four. What, what about uh, Sunshine? Uh, I like Sunshine. Um, a lot of people didn't. I thought it was fine. I loved it. Yeah, I thought it was good. Maybe maybe one of my favorites. I mean, and it, it is. Uh, Galaxies is very similar to it to me. Galaxies great. Galaxy is awesome. They're all good. I yeah. honestly, I haven't played a bad Mario game mm. in my life. I mean, I actual been. proper Mario game. I don't mean you know. All the offshooty stuff. I mean, the actual yeah. Mario game, they've all been good. Got another last email from Jesse Morin. Jesse Morin. Morin? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Morin. Morin. Who says this? Good day, Scott and Brian. I had a question about language filters and their relation to StarCraft II's beta. Mm-hmm. I understand the need for filters, but I was wondering why Blizzard would filter out Xbox uh, <laughs> along with <laughs> F-bomb and so on. The actual F-bomb. Do you feel that Blizzard yeah. is, is over has overlooked this? Or is there some sort of hidden dislike for the gold, good old Xbox? Uh, it's actually kind of simple. They're not going to mess with other people's trademarks, and they're not going to no. allow you to do that either. So Bl- Blizzard is not going to get in the business of having somebody's username be Xbox sucks 
and then have that plastered all over the game and potentially libel uh, Microsoft in some way, even if they never say anything about it. This is just them being safe. Yeah. What are you saying in Sony and Nintendo are not censored? Yeah, that's weird. Um, Not the names, but I mean, can you be Wii? Can you be PlayStation 3? I mean, that's where I'd try it. Yeah. Because he's using Xbox as the example, and then he's there, just saying that Sony and Nintendo are not censored. But you're not, we're not talking about company names here. Yeah. And, and really, honestly, with all the beta going on, I mean, really could have been some jerk that just really screwed it up for Xbox. Could have. Yeah. Yeah. Then again, well, I don't know. I mean, those guys are, those guys are at least they claim to be at Blizzard. They claim to be big fans of Yeah, uh, I, I don't Xbox. see Blizzard. They play Xbox games all the time there. They're big yeah. console guys. Yeah. So I don't think it's anything mean. Mm. I think you're mean. <laughs> think I'm mean? No, I mean this guy, Jesse Moore. Oh, Jesse? No, Sorry, I don't think Jesse. he's mean. He's nice. He's a nice guy. That rounds it up, folks. That puts us at the end of another final score. Thank you guys so much for being here. We want to give some shout-outs to some iTunes five-star reviewers. We love it when people leave us iTunes reviews. Uh, such kind, kind words from so many people. And they're really enjoying the show, which makes me really happy because Brian and I were just talking about before we started recording. This is... This is probably one of our favorite things to do. Yeah, that we do. This is it. I mean, uh, we love everything else we do, and f- I think Film Sack fits in this same category. But I just have so much love and passion for movies and video games that I just can't wait to do these shows. I, I love preparing for the shows. Yeah, it's fun. I love I love doing the show. I love preparing for the show. I like listening to the show afterwards. And it's not always the case that you feel that way about other things. It's like, yeah, just I just want to play video games. And I love it. I love talking about it and the business about it. And I just, I don't know. I hope people are getting that vibe from us. Let's just put it this way. If uh, your spouse allowed you to uh, play video games so that you could talk about them with one of your friends online uh, and didn't give you any grief about it, we're wouldn't you take care of that? Of course, we're living the dream. <laughs> Both our wives are totally behind us. That's all I'll say yeah. about that. All right iTunes shout outs. Got one from Nocturnalities82. Excuse me, Nocturnalities80. That's a terrible name. But thank no, you for you the know five what I'm star gonna do? I'm going to write a program and it's just going <laughs> to computer is going to computerly generate the names and, and pronounce it for you. Oh, give yeah, we'll do uh, uh phonetic spellings of it. That'd be great. Yeah. Yeah, I can do that. Ewok slave. I can read that one. Oh, you can read that one. That's easy. Thank you Ewok and, slave. That's kind of weird. Ewok slave. Garbaldi, oh, okay. I, yeah, I don't know. Uh, that, well, I guess I guess all those guys were kind of Ewok slaves in in that movie because. Uh, well, another way to say it is midget in a bear suit slave. Midget in a bear suit, yeah. Or a child. mini Wookies is what I call them. <laughs> mini Wookies, Wookies mini. Mm-hmm. Ewok slave uh, Garibaldi eighty one, and finally Derp. Someone named Derp gave us a five Derp. star reviews. We really appreciate that. Thank you so much. You must be an app sloppy listener. I'm sure he is. Don't forget to visit us on the site. That's where show notes for this episode and all our episodes will be. That's finalscoreshow.com. Finalscoreshow.com. The email to uh, send us questions, comments, and MP3 or MP4 or whatever attachments you may have. Those can come to us at podcast at finalscoreshow.com. That's podcast at finalscoreshow.com. Follow us both on Twitter. I'm at Extra Life. Brian is at Mission Deep. That's all at twitter.com. And you can also support us by using GoDaddy codes. Frog 1, 2, and 3 are codes you can use at uh, GoDaddy. And a quick mention, the VeriSign people are up in the price of domains. So if you're looking to get a good domain, yeah. now's the time. Save some money. Get it for around 7 bucks. 
Frog One will do that for you at GoDaddy.com. And again, I want to thank Typefrag, the best ventrilo service on the internet. My World of Warcraft guild uses it, so should yours, and so should your your uh, whatever other games you're playing. If you're playing in a clan in Counter Strike, damn it, get Typefrag because they're the best. No question about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's gonna do it for us, Brian. Anything you'd like to say before we leave? Was fine. Yes. Uh, don't bother me this week unless you're playing Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> and want to play online because that's all I'm going to be doing this week. Me too. I cannot wait to play with you and I can't wait to play with some of you out there as well. So uh, let's get it together and take that that horse down or something. Mm. I sound very street in the Western way. And and don't ride with Scott. No. Ever. (laughs) Don't let me drive. (laughs) Uh, Thank you so much, everybody. That's going to do it for us. We will see you next week for episode eight. And until then, have a wonderful week. We'll see you then. You can say bye. Bye now. I'll see you people later. Red Dead Redemption. Red Dead. Red Dead. Red Dead. Red Dead Redemption. Red Dead. Red Dead. Red Dead. Mark Dell here again with another This Week in Gaming History. Today I'm going to talk quickly about a rather unique game released for the Sega Genesis, Bonzana Brothers, released 19 years ago on May 16th, 1991. Bonzana Brothers was never much of a popular game when compared to other arcade ports of the time like Altered Beast or Golden Axe, and it's rather surprising that they ever ported the game over, especially to nine other systems and more recently the Wii's Virtual Console. The original story was of a pair of robbers grabbing swag and shooting guards, but it later changed to a rather lazy, we're just testing out their security systems, but the story was never much of a necessity for the game in the first place. The game is best experienced with a friend, with one person taking control of Robo and the other Mobo, in the cooperative split screen, and you may as well have a friend join you since the screen is split regardless of whether you have a second player or not. You'll sneak through a variety of side-scrolling locations, trying to knock out guards, grab items, and escape with rather a strict time limit. While the arcade version is superior with sharper graphics, smoother animations, and more levels, Bonzana Brothers still holds its charm, and can be a lot of fun to spend half an hour or so. If you're looking for some more action involving the duo, then you could look for the other bizarre Japanese puzzle games that came out on the Sega Ages Volume 6. Or more recently, you could get Sonic and Sega's All-Star Racing for the home systems.